The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Coming up after 10.15, the Boys Club here on Passion. Joining me will be Paul Lizzie, Stephen Droulis, and Stephen Voice. We'll have all kinds of topics to talk about, like younger men and older women relationships. Uh, Ariana Grande's ex uh, dating uh, Kate Beckinsale, who's like 20 years his senior. Uh, we'll talk about rigid gender roles, how they hurt can hurt us, and the secrets that men keep from women. And anything else you want to know from a guy's perspective, I'm sure the men, the gentlemen in here, will be uh, very happy to address whatever you throw at them. That's coming up after 10.15, but first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. Please feel free to send in emails as well, laurie at drlaurie.com at any point uh, during the week. Just know that I answer them at the beginning of every show. So I got this one by email. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on the silent treatment. Let's say spouses argue and I and gives the cold shoulder that can last for days. What is your opinion on this and how should the one getting the silent treatment react to it? I got to tell you, there's a word for that and it's called stonewalling. And it's uh, unfortunately indicative of quite dysfunctional relationships and not a great... Um, predictor of success in a relationship. So uh, this is clearly the worst kind of way to communicate because it isn't communicating. It's just putting up a wall and saying, I'm not dealing with this. And not. And then you, th- there's no resolution to that. So you get the silent treatment for days and then it, the thing kind of just disappears and you wait for the other person to kind of, you know, there's just no resolution. There's no apology. There's no, let's talk about this. Usually uh, with stonewalling comes blame also, blaming uh, the other person. My the best thing you can do is to go for a marriage counseling, go for couple counseling to help you learn how to communicate. I mean, you're only giving me one piece of the story. I would want to know what else is going on in your relationship. Is the, How else do you argue? There's Sometimes there's stonewalling. Other times there's just uh, in the fight there can be nastiness towards each other, name-calling, things like that, which are clearly uh, toxic, dysfunctional, even uh, can even be quite abusive. And stonewalling is one form of emotional uh, abuse because you're you're withholding and um, and and puts the other person on on like walking on eggshells, and uh, and you can see that that dance just isn't healthy. It's just not healthy. So I would recommend strongly that you uh, that go get go get some help together because I, I really, I wouldn't know how to tell you to react except to say, can we talk about this? But the stonewaller is not going to necessarily listen to you. Uh, so go on with your life and do what you have to do. But uh, I think it's really important that if you want a relationship to succeed, that you find much better ways to handle conflict. Uh, successful couples are the ones that, not the ones that never have conflict. Those are not successful couples. Often somebody 
you're so avoidant of, of getting into any conflict that a lot of resentment gets built up over time. But successful couples are the ones who know how to have conflict and resolve their conflict through uh, talking, listening, negotiation, compromising, uh, saying I'm sorry when necessary, accepting responsibility. Uh, so this is this is what good communication is all about. All right, next question. I have a rather simple question. However, this particular question has given me and my fiancé nothing but arguments. I myself am not circumcised, and she always said she's fine with it and personally does not really care. But when the question about our sons came along, she's been strict on her answer that she will have them circumcised. I said I feel that is a decision they should make when they are grown up. Anyways, I've discussed these points I've made and hers too. Her main argument is so they don't uh, come against UTI and diseases. But statistically, they are very close number of circumcised and uncircumcised children. Hope you could help. We really cannot move forward knowing both of us are not budging with our decisions. I just feel it's a decision they should make. Thank you. Uh, So that's quite the debate. I don't want to be the tiebreaker, by the way. I do not want to be in a position where I'm the tiebreaker. Uh, You will find plenty of reasons for or against circumcision, depending on where you look. I'm sure your wife is thinking about the potential health benefits rather than about aesthetics. That's what it sounds like. Uh, but as long as boys are taught how to properly retract the foreskin and wash, clearly the risks of diseases are, are, are not that common. So it's not like all uncircumcised people have, um, you know, uh, diseases. Uh, that's just not the way it works. Uh, according to the American uh, uh, Academy of Pediatrics, though, they contend that the benefits of circumcision outweigh the risks. So... Um, I remember reading this, like the chance of getting a UTI uh, is some somewhere around one in three for uncircumcised men compared to one in 20 in circumcised men. So there, there are some health uh, issues, n- things that can certainly uh, be dealt with. Uh, it's true, though, the studies have, have shown that circumcision does decrease the risk of sexually transmitted infections. In fact, uh, this is something that they practice in certain parts of the world to reduce the risk of uh, HIV transmission. Uh, and also there's penile cancer, but that's really rare. Like, that's really rare. So do your research and then make your decision. Ultimately, this is a very personal decision, but you both have to agree on it. It's not like you you have to agree. This is uh, there's no like necessarily a, a compromise. Although a compromise to say, well, when our child is old enough to want or to say, it it just might be more painful as the child gets older. That's a possibility as well. So when they're little, they won't remember what. I suppose the pain or, or what have you. So, but that's a big debate. Don't make me the tiebreaker, please. I know the fact that despite following the calendar for safe days, etc., all sex without a condom can be risky. Is there any safer way to have sex without one? My wife and I don't want any barrier between us when making love. In particular, my wife hates using a condom and likes the feel of skin inside her. And yeah, we don't want to be on contraceptives as we plan to have a baby after a year. Please advise. At the most, I would get a good reason on why to use a condom. 
the best reason in in a monogamous relationship to use a condom is to avoid pregnancy. You, I mean, you could use the withdrawal method, which is pulling out before ejaculation, but it's this is not a highly effective form of birth control. Uh, remember, there's pre-ejaculate, pre-cum that, uh, that, that may occur, that you may not feel, that may contain live sperm. May, may, may. That's because it's not a certainty. Uh, so if you choose this method, you have to make sure that your partner is on a very um, regular menstrual cycle so that you can chart her safe days. So if it's very regular, it's possible, but be prepared to possibly still get your wife pregnant before you actually plan to. So it's not foolproof. That's, uh, that's for sure. Coming up, we're, uh, it's our, our boys panel, our guys club. Uh, we're going to be going live on Facebook. So check out our Facebook page at CJD, uh, our CJD Facebook page, my Facebook page at Dr. Lori Batito and, uh, Paul Lizzie, Stephen Drulis and Stephen Voice will join me in studio momentarily. We'll discuss, uh, younger men, older women relationships. We'll discuss some of the secrets that men keep from women. What about uh, rigid gender roles? What if one partner, out, what if the female out earns the male? Is that Does that even matter anymore? And does that actually hurt the quality of our relationships? That's all coming up. Relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. So excited to have the guys back in studio. Paul Lizzie is with us. He's an artist preneur, a new word. <laughs> uh, we have Stephen Drulis, who is the chef and owner of Restaurant Vivaldi. And by the way, your chance to win uh, some gift certificates to Restaurant Vivaldi on Valentine's Day. So just letting you know. And Stephen Voice, award-winning, nominated artist, singer, songwriter. He's just back from Vegas. That, that's an inc- that was incredible Thank that you. you played for 8,000 people 8, on a Vegas stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we get to play your music every night. Because you're amazing. That's right. <laughs> we love it. Uh, and people don't know this, but he's actually an engineer by profession. <laughs> That's the nerdy no, side. We're not no allowed to knows. say that. No, you can say whatever you want to. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Okay. You can say whatever you want to. Uh, all right. We've got lots of topics to uh, to talk about. We were going to talk about the whole nipple controversy, guy nipple, girl nipple thing, but I think John handled it real well and managed to, to get uh, a lot of uh, people's uh, opinions on that. But if anybody wants to add to that, you, you sure, sure can at 514 However, there was one story that came up. Ariana Grande uh, has an ex who uh, they were supposed to be married. He's 25 years old. And now he's dating Kate Beckinsale, who's 45. So what do you think about uh, uh, younger men, older women relationships? Do we see those differently? Like, I'm sure if I ask the women that question, it'll be different. But I'm asking the guys let me guess. You're just going to tell me every guy's fantasy, right? Is that what I'm going to hear? Is that what I'm going to hear? Uh, that's all based on the the BDE. I can't say. I don't even know if I could say it on on the air. Probably not. Yeah. So it's if a, in doubt, don't. And it's we, we'll Grande. say it on live on uh, on Facebook instead. Grande gave him the gave him that that title. So I think that's what's propelling that new energy of where he's going. You know, with the, right that relationship. Yeah. 
Well, what do you think? I know. I, I think it's, it's weird because whenever if a, if an older guy goes out with a younger girl, younger woman, no one says anything. That's right. Like Nobody says like anything. It's, it's normal. But if an older woman goes out with a younger guy, then it's a it's a topic of conversation. That's right. And I just think it's exactly because it a twenty year difference. Yeah. When you see it the other way around, nobody bats an eye. But this, everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I think I think people should be allowed to date who they want to, whether or not they're older, younger, as long as they're within the right age. Well, um, what's the right age? I mean, above over eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. As long as it's as, a legal. As long as, age. as long as it's legal, uh-huh. uh, but you should be allowed to do what you want to and, and date who you want to date, and it shouldn't matter if you're older, or younger. Or the, or sex, or, you know, role reversals in terms of you know which gender is older, which one's mm-hmm. younger. Doesn't shouldn't matter. I don't think it should matter. I think that. Well, would if, you date somebody who's twenty years older than you? Kate I, Beckinsale, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Kate. I, yeah, of course you date Kate. <laughs> I mean, do I see that if there's if there's a connection, then why not? You know, like why limit yourself? That's just my view on things. Mm-hmm. It's funny because when I saw it, I didn't think of the age gap oh, at no? all. I just saw the fact that he like because he's from SNL. He's been very depressive lately. You know, he's always like the dark circles under his eyes. Right. Very, you know, like all, and then he has this this pristine, beautiful, like total opposite that Would, he attracted. That people were like, "Oh, how did that how did, happen?" Right, right, right. So it's like it's just you don't know, you know. And right. apparently, I think she likes people that make her laugh and or whatever it was. You and know, she so. looks young. Oh well, yeah, I mean she's because she's 45, doing what she loves. But... That's why. Hey, I always say to each their own, right? There was uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore back in the yes, day. Yes, that's, that's right. That, that's that was, right. That was a big one. That's right. But then there's the old school pragmatist in me that says, and, and people should date and do whatever makes them happy. But down the line, a 25-year-old might be start thinking, hey, do I want kids later on? So on and so forth. Right. And in that department, you know, yeah, there's always adoption. There's always things. But then there might be a 50-year-old Kate Beckinsale's like, do I want kids now? You know, like, you just don't know. I think if they're having fun, they're enjoying it now. But, you know. Typically, long term. 20 year age difference with the role reversal, because like I said, it's not the same for men and women in that department. Right. Uh, yeah, I think reality might catch up after a right. while. I think, I think, irrespective though, like if even if you're the same age and you're, I don't know, 20s or 30s, whatever the case be, you could be having fun initially, but if someone wants to eventually have kids and the other one doesn't want to mm-hmm, have kids, mm-hmm. it still will become an issue. So yes. at the end of the day, it's got to be a deal. That's got to be a deal breaker at some point. Yeah. Depending on what you want. Yeah. So speaking of marriage, and uh, there was a study done that looked at traditional gender roles and how they affect men as well as women. So when we talk about traditional gender roles, like the guy goes out to work, brings home the bacon, you know, woman takes care of the kids, that kind of thing. Those are traditional uh, gender roles. But what they found was that uh, when women earned more money than their spouses, their psychological being improved. But when men were the sole source of income, their physical and psychological health declined. So, which I think is really interesting. Whereas when they were in relationships that were more equal, they had better psychological health. So the pre- I guess it, it's probably due to the pressures. Men feel the pressure to be the providers. Whether they are or aren't, I still think they might feel that pressure too. So I don't know what the guys think about that. Well, I'm old-fashioned old in this department. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. you have traditional gender roles in your household? To a point, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, and in life as well. I'll even, I'll even, I might get in trouble for this, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, I, in, in, my own, in, my own restu- in my own restaurant. Yeah, I think it's normal, you know, that a two hundred pound guy should be lifting the sixty pound garbage instead of the hundred pound girl. You know? Right. She can do it, yeah, but you know, but she, why? She why can do something do else. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, in my house, no. I mean, yeah, do I take out the garbage? Yes, uh, but I also do laundry. I mm-hmm. also clean the whole house today. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of the cooking. I mean, so 
So it's not so traditional. It's not so traditional, but as a male and as a provider, yeah, I definitely... Uh, you feel the pressure to be yeah, the provider? I, I, yeah, I, I, I put it on myself, but yeah, I want to be a provider for my family yeah. and a protector. Right. And, yeah, and I so. think that's the message. The message yeah. is that you put it on yourself the, because the wives who may um, out-earn you don't necessarily feel that same pressure or they don't necessarily expect that of you, yeah. but you yeah. might expect my that of yourself. My wife and I are partners in every, in every sense of the way, in every sense, sense of, of the, the way, yeah. but mm-hmm. like I said, it's uh, that's just a bit of my... Uh, my uh, my Greek background, maybe your Who traditional knows? upbringing. Yeah, there you go, Stephen yeah. Voice. What do you think? I I know a lot of women that could whip my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that could hands, hands down. <laughs> and you, you know, like I, I always thought it was weird. Now growing up, you know, the, the, all the boys had the GI Joes and the Ninja Turtles, and all the girls had the Barbies. And I just, when you're a kid, you don't really think about that. But getting older, you realize that. From an early age, you're being groomed to believe yes. that this is who you're supposed to be. Right. And I think that that it could be. It's ultimately damaging to people in general because they feel that if they don't fit in a box, then they're not normal. Right. Whatever normal right. is supposed right. to be. And you know what? I if if I'm in a relationship and and the woman is making more than me, I'm happy for her. In all honesty, and it, it, I I don't need to be the breadwinner. You know, mm-hmm. for me, it's if you're happy, you're happy. That's it. All right, Paul. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's exactly what he said. But to add to that, it's funny because my wife and I, we met four years ago, and it actually happened through music, mm-hmm. oddly enough. And she's like a CPA, oddly, like total different worlds. Like we come from two different worlds. And she had multitude of men that, you know, had the the lifestyle of like you more know, money than her, let's say, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that type, like bankers, penthouses, things mm-hmm. like that. But then she would have also text messages and caps lock, like forever. You know, after two days of not responding to a text, mm-hmm. so it was just like it was a. She realized that it wasn't about the money; it was more about like the character and what mm-hmm. people bring to the table. But it's also because she was. She's a CPA. She doesn't. She doesn't need to rely on people. She can work anywhere in the world at any time for six right. figures or and more. And for herself, yeah. right? Because like she doesn't need to have somebody taking care of her, right? In other words, so whether so I do, whether I don't, it's actually a better relationship because she's just more secure. Where she goes, okay, I do that, great. I trust you. Yeah, it's fine. It's per- like there's right. no insecure or have to get you this or that. You know, right? So. No, I I get that. So you're more in an egalitarian type of relationship where the, there's no gender role. Like there's no specific. Role. If I get home first, I'll cook and clean. If she's there, she'll do or whatever it is. You know, yeah, whoever, yeah, exactly. And I think more this, the younger generation is probably thinking that way. But yet we still have those traditional, as Stephen Voice was saying, the the same toys, the same, yeah. like we the, all the Disney pr- movies, all the, 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 the storybooks that we read to kids usually little girls right but that's changing I, I, I don't know if you saw it's uh, uh what, what was her name i think pink and the one that's doing the leggings fabletics what's her name i forgot uh with the blonde hair uh, celebrity they're yes. raising their children to be to not without a with gender, gender neutral gender neutral right. right right well there was a whole article about uh in the paper that was about uh something about parents choosing not to put on the birth certificate the gender of the right. child and let the child choose the gender for themselves. I don't know how far that's going, but but yes, raising kids gender neutral, meaning you want to play with Barbies, play with Barbies. You want to play with trucks, play with trucks. Yeah. And, and funnily enough, it's just related to music. When mm-hmm. I was signing up for artists for Spotify, it said male, female, and then neutral. Mm. That was an option. Right. Uh, well, I think even it was non-binary, on... I think. I forget what it was exactly, but yeah. that was an actual 
It's, right. it's coming. It's there. Yeah. I think even on passport applications now or something, you have so. that difference. A couple of text messages. Uh, most guys I've ever known have had children by 20 years old, so this wouldn't be an issue if they date an older woman. Well, maybe if they had their kids already. Uh, I told my ex that if she made more than me, I would be happy to be a home dad. <laughs> she got insulted, left me, and now she's with a guy on welfare. Oh. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> if you are comfortable with the age difference and the chemistry is hot, I say go for it. So uh, any of your thoughts on any of the topics that we are talking to about tonight, let us know. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the secrets that men keep from women. What are some things you don't want women to know, but tonight they're going to know So from these guys. So think about the secrets you don't want them to know, guys. Uh, that uh, We'll do that with our boys club here. We are live on Facebook, so catch us on our CJD Facebook page or my Facebook page, Paul Lizzie, Stephen Drulis, and Stephen Voice in studio with us. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Straight talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Our men's panel tonight, uh, lucky to have in studio with us and always fun, Paul Lizzie. He is uh, an artist. You can find him at paullizzie.com. Uh, we have Steve Droulis, who is a chef and the owner of Restaurant Vivaldi on the West Island. And you have uh, Stephen Voice, V-O-Y-C-E. is an award-winning artist as well. Uh, he uh, just came back from Vegas performing there. And you can hear his music at the end of every show. We are out music is Steven's song and his new song premieres right here tonight. Well, it premiered in Vegas, now here, right? First, first time on radio is right First here. time on radio right oh, yeah. here. Just like your other song. Exactly, right? exactly. Which was great. So we're very excited to be playing uh, your music. All right, we've got some text, but this is a question first I want to put out there for people. Uh, the secrets men keep... From women. I don't know. I'm going to give you some examples of secrets that men keep from women, then you can relate or not relate to them. Uh, I need you to make me feel like a big, strong man. Uh, that feeling like a like masculine, uh, feeling your physical strength, uh, that's that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know if that matters anymore, but uh, if, if I need to make you feel like... You need. I need you to make me feel like a big, strong man. To me, that says I have to maybe watch how emotional I am, or or something like that. But this is just a from Women's Day, uh, so I need you to make me feel like a big, strong man. Uh, mum's the word. In other words, uh, men aren't naturally gifted at expressing themselves like women, so maybe they keep quiet about certain subjects. They're less especially with their own friends. They often don't talk as much as women do. Uh, the third one I like, yes, I was checking out that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, uh, it's not that you look fat in that dress. They just all look the same to me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like not noticing, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, making love is great, but let's just have sex on occasion. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, particular sexual fantasies, another secret apparently uh, men keep uh, from their female partners. Maybe they don't want to make those private wishes known for fear of uh, some fear. Uh, sometimes I'd rather you be quiet. <laughs> another secret. 
Another one. I lied to keep the peace. White lies. Usually those are the, the little white lies. Um, I don't want to do all the dirty work, meaning I suppose, I don't know what, like take out the garbage and stuff. And the last secret that men tend to keep is we're struggling financially. And that goes back to our provider thing, right? Yeah. Where men equate financial stability with their uh, their ability to uh, to provide. So I don't know if you agree with any of these statements or if you would add anything to uh, to that list, but... What do you think? Who wants to go? <laughs> I, I mean, I Steve? don't. I don't have. Uh, I don't keep too many secrets. I don't offer up all the information all the time. Well, there you go. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have secrets from my wife, so. But they're not. These aren't really secret yeah. secrets, right? These yeah. are just kinds of the. These are things we think, or men may think that that aren't said out loud mm-hmm. necessarily. Like, yes, I checked out that woman. You're not going to say to your partner, "Oh, I just checked out that." that woman it's not they're not really secrets like secrets to me are betrayals right these Mm -hmm. are not betrayals these are just some things you keep to yourself let's just say I think one of the secrets that guys I mean women keep from guys is when you like someone and you're afraid to tell them I think that's the biggest secret people hold it they Mm -hmm. hold it out of fear of rejection and they think that eventually it's just going to go away Uh, it doesn't go away that was the first 28 Uh, years of my life yeah (laughs) what I was a late bloomer. I okay. Was always, I feared the rejection exactly like you said. Okay. Yeah. So there's things you wouldn't say because of the fear, that fear of uh, of rejection. Fear of rejection or, or fear of losing something that already is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of, I think it's important just to be honest and, and, and always be honest because because then at least you're setting yourself free. Right. Um, but you can't be honest with every thought you have. Not not honest, but there's there's omissions. Yeah. And then there's keeping secrets. Yeah. Right? Are you going to tell your partner about every sexual fantasy that you've ever had? No, not necessarily. Right. <laughs> exactly. I think eventually, maybe. Maybe if eventually. your partner, well, if you get the sense that your partner wants to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Right? <laughs> I think <laughs> or so. would you tell your partner something you want to try that clearly you're not, you know, that may be in your head, but you're like, oh, I don't think she would really go for that. And if I say that, it, I, it, she's going to start thinking that's really what I, that I really want to do this. And then she won't let that go, possibly. So but that, I mean, if, if you want to do it, then you want to do it. So worst, the worst thing that can happen is she'll think it's silly or whatever. But I, I don't know. I, w- I would personally say it. I would personally just say, hey. I'm into this. Are you into this? And she says no. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I think my biggest secret would probably be like, I'll be at the house sometimes and I'll be, I would do anything to get out of here right now, not to hear my two kids screaming or my, like, I mean, stuff like that. I'll keep that kind of stuff to myself, you know? There you go. But I mean, yeah, I mean, they like, keep not, it not quiet, hurt, right? Not, I want some quiet, right? Not to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, I love the fact that I'm, Monday night at CGAD talking with you guys right. uh, instead of watching uh, Power Rangers <laughs> and having my two daughters climb all over me and yell Even and though scream. that's wonderful, it's wonderful at times, it's nice yeah. to have your own time. You yeah. just don't want to say that out loud. You almost feel guilty saying, I want to be away from my kids or I want to be away from my spouse. Because yeah. my wife doesn't right? get as much alone time as I do. So I, right. uh, you know, when I tell her I need it, I right. feel silly saying it because 
she probably needs it five times worse than I do. You know? so, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, texter here says, I was raised mostly by my mother and two older sisters. My parents are together. Just my father worked a lot to provide for us, so he was r- rarely home. I played with G.I. Joes, but I also played with Barbies. Uh, my Joes got lucky a lot. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe this is why I have the approach I have with my three younger boys. I don't care what they play with, how they want to dress, etc. My eldest son is now eight and has strayed away from the My Little Ponies and Barbies anything viewed as girly and slowly my younger ones are doing the same. So to those parents that are so fearful of, uh, uh, of little things like this, your kids will develop into what they were born to be, not what you want them to be, regardless of how you raise them. I think that's a really important uh, point. You want to clap? Yeah, yeah. Stephen Voice is ready to clap there. <laughs> but make, but it's true. It makes, there's a gravitation if you let them be. This is why that, that, uh, movement to let kids decide like go gender neutral and see what happens give them every like both sides and let them pick they they naturally go to maybe what they are comfortable with I don't know Uh, I'm an attractive petite and feminine yet simultaneously strong independent intelligent woman but despite having had numerous relationships during the course of my 40 somewhat years of dating I've never had much luck in finding the right complimentary man to share my life with considering the men I seem to attract tend to be very intimidated by me and swing from one extreme to another thereby either wanting to submit to my strong personality by wanting to be controlled or challenge my strength by trying to be dominant instead whereas all i'm interested in is simply unequal are there any men who appreciate and prefer equality with a woman or is it a general rule for men to prefer either of both of those extremes that's a really good question it's not the first time i hear this from uh, some women who are in fact in in more maybe powerful or more um like stronger characters I've experienced that. There were two different types of strong characters. One where maybe they're a little bit too aggressive in the sense of like they're working things out maybe and they don't see their own energy that they're putting out there. And there's others that are like, hey, great, if you can provide and be strong and wake up at 6 a.m. and hit the gym and then go to work and then take care of – like I'm all for that. Like if I have a secret, it's where I would love women to just take over. Let the men just stop because we're (laughs) ruining this planet. Like this thing, it doesn't work anymore. Like, please just do it. <laughs> do us a favor. That's my secret. We need but a female president. Is we what we need female everywhere. Yeah, but. I'm all about equality. I, I love a a, a a woman that goes to the gym and 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 is and has a strong personality and wants as a go getter. I love that. Like, I wouldn't want someone to feel they have to not be who they are just because of my insecurities. I want. Right people to be themselves and, and yeah. you wouldn't want them necessarily to dominate you or you dominate them no it's not a competition unless right. it's fun unless that's your thing unless it's a sexy thing if, then, it's, hey. if, it's, if it's your thing then it's okay hey we'd love to hear some of your thoughts at 514-800 the guys are in studio paul lizzie steve droulis and steven voice
It's sex out loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. That is the music of Paul Lizzie, who's right here with us. PaulLizzie.com right. at Lizzie Fizzle on Instagram. Uh, no, it's Paul Lizzie on Instagram. Oh, Paul Lizzie on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, that's Paris is doing. Okay, Paul Lizzie on it's Instagram. Okay, no Did problem. you change it? I actually, yeah, I rebranded technically. Oh, okay. Technically. There we go. I'm Lizzie. <laughs> oh, Twitter. Oh, that's Twitter. Oh, Lizzie Fizzle on Twitter. Yeah, All right. Or paullizzie.com. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're on Facebook Live, but we had to actually stop the video because for some reason we're having some kind of technical difficulty. So part of, some of you who are watching us live are seeing us but not hearing us, and you're hearing some news reports. So sorry about that. We apologize for the technical difficulty. Uh, here, but although your panel expressed appreciating a strong woman, the question still remains. Oh. Would such a fact compel them to relinquish control to her, thereby submitting to her strength, or could they handle her strength and simultaneously hold their own, thereby complementing her by being her equal instead? To me, that I've, I'm a strong woman. I feel that, and my husband certainly holds his own. Like, there's no question about that. And he also liked strong women. Not because he's a submissive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the equality of yeah. it. Was what mattered. No, I, I'd hold my own. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be anything less than I am just because she's strong. I'd want her to be strong, and I want to be strong with her. Not again. Not because I'm competing. Just because it's just who I am. Right. Yeah. Right. I definitely. Steve. I definitely appreciate the strong, and I. I love having an equal. You know. Uh, you know. I think support is the main thing I'm trying to say. You know, whether you're a, an equal or more submissive or more dominant or whatever, I think. Couples should try to support each other. Yeah, and yeah it's mutual not always, it's support not, is. It's uh, not always financial support. It's you know all kinds of support. It's all a, kinds well, of support. your your wife has to support your crazy hours. You're in the restaurant business. You've yeah. you're not you can't be around all that much, or especially at night, right? No, I mean a, you're yeah. you're you're really busy. I'm very busy. I I work crazy hours too, and I'm never home till much later. And I need a, a supportive spouse. I, there was no way for me to do what I did without having a husband who could take care of the kids while I was here. You know, like you just, just it was an equal. Yeah. I mean, uh, the best thing my wife can do for me sometimes is tell me, uh, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's work. Right. Uh, I kid, got it covered. It's all right. The, yeah, the exactly. Kids are, the kids are okay. Right. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, when the kids are young, sometimes they'll cry when you leave. Right. You know, and it she, breaks your heart. She wouldn't, and... always, she wouldn't always tell me, you know, like. Uh, right. Because she knew you had a job to do. Yeah. And, and this was this was your career. And then she chose you this way and, and you agreed to it this way. And that's her strength. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I guess both of you as musicians, performers, I mean, you're going to you're going to need somebody who. Understand Isn't, that, like, and and may not be so needy. Let's say yeah. who can who has their own independence. Right, exactly. It's funny you say that because a lot. I I thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> really, <laughs> I gave up. I gave up. Really, I gave up. Hundred percent. I just was just chill with everybody, and it just happened that my wife is. Uh, as I said, I met her on on set of one of my music videos a couple years ba- ago, and on set there was so m- there was a plethora of women everywhere doing this, doing that, everybody mm-hmm. hitting on each other, doing this, and she was there. How come it's his video? and he's the only one that's professional so kind of a light bulb went on mm-hmm. because to me it's like a passion i don't see it as an opportunity to you know right uh, to, for that to, to be salacious right, right. because yeah. i've been there in my teens so i'm in another level but doing why this, did you give up like you said doc you, you thought you'd be single forever like oh my why God, how much time do we got 
I gave up. Well, it's not a therapy session. Well, because but, you know. <laughs> uh, I want to be as positive as possible. Uh, Montreal, I love Montreal. It's just that there's a certain stigma, and everyone asks you right away, "What? What do you do? What What's do you your do? job?" So right. once you say music, they're like, uh, they scratch their head and they're like, "What?" But right. then when you kind of add, they want to know, do you make money? Yeah. So right. when you show them the spreadsheet, they're still like, "What?" And then when you show them what you do, they're like, what? And they don't get it. So, but if you say promoter, DJ, whatever it is, or right. engineer, sorry, I'm not knocking, <laughs> or chef, but right. you know how it is, you know, like it's, uh, it's, it's just different. People are, if you're in LA, yeah, they get it, you know? Okay. But so here it was a bit, so I just it was more up. difficult. Yeah, okay. I just yeah, I gave up. That's All right. It. Well, I'm glad you're married now. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so it worked for you. Maybe the giving up actually worked for you because you yes. kind of let it down. Let she your fit into guard me down. as right. opposed to me trying, trying to mold. Right. That's good. That's that's good. Yeah. I hear this is a question from one of our listeners. Do men really like hourglass figures? I recently lost weight, but no matter what I do, I have wide hips and it looks so obvious because now my stomach is flat and waist is unproportionately small compared to my hips and shoulder width. I keep, keep hearing that men prefer women who are straight up and down, who have flat chest and booty. The top-selling porn actress has very small breasts, so the myth that men like big breasts are out the window. So uh, the hourglass figure versus the thin, There's something straight. for everybody. Yeah, There's that's true, too. There's something for everybody. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I'm, I, I'm attracted to different people. Different shapes. Different shapes, different right? Shapes. It's not one There's shape. There's no one specific right. look that does it for me. But I think you're thinking you're attracted to the person. Yeah, exactly. So yes. whatever body they come with, but it's it's that person. Yeah. I think, I think also as you get older, you start to learn that there's more to life than physicality. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty grows. Yeah, yeah and we grow as we get older physically and, and, and in other ways too. And <laughs> different things matter. Yeah. Different things matter, and, and you realize that attraction goes far beyond just the physical. Yeah. You ever notice when you, you make a connection with somebody and you treat them the way, they, the way they should be treated and you love them the way they should be loved, then all of a sudden they have a light and they become more beautiful in your eyes because right. they have a positive energy. Correct, yeah. You ever seen someone who's been jaded and always has a sour look on her face? Right. Oh, I said her, but, you know, sour right. his or her look on her face. It grows, man. It's a uh, right. It's the the appeal, the the, the that light that that yeah. I, I know. It, it's like that energy, right? Yeah. Like right. that positive energy is the attractive part. Mm-hmm. It's not always about somebody's. Uh, that's how you make physical each other thing. feel. Yeah, yeah. right. I, and I, that's in relationships because when you think about when I think about people who just want a sex partner, mm-hmm. they're going to go for one type or their type. But when they actually find somebody to marry, it's usually not their type. Like one one person, the type might be what they see maybe in their fantasies or on porn or whatever. Right. But who they actually marry uh, it has to go beyond yeah. the physical body. I think that's cool because it also makes you learn a lot more about yourself because you start to, to, to learn more about you as you're learning more about them. That there's more to you than just a simple layer that you're layered. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's a beautiful thing to meet someone that, that brings out the best in you. Well, I hope I, I hope you're all the three of you are representative of men in general because I think we have sometimes uh, very negative views of what we see out there, and I and I don't believe that to be the generality. I think you guys represent what a lot of men actually feel and and think. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could play the role sometimes, like for the fun of it. Sometimes I'll be. I don't know, like, I'll play the uh, chauvinistic or... You'll be you know, crass. Just f- <laughs> for giggles, you know? Like, right. uh, at the end of the day, people who really know you, it's, yeah. a, it's a different story, you know? But right, people see what they want to see sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you're right. You play, you can play that role, and women can play that role, too. You know, they play their role, too, and it doesn't mean that 
You can have a strong woman who plays the damsel in distress. It's just a role to play, uh, but you know who they who they are and what they actually want is uh, is different. So, way to go, guys! All right, yeah. we're pretty much uh, coming to the end. Uh, one last question, and this is just quick: Do you have sex with your eyes open or closed? Depends. Our listeners want to know, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better? I like with the lights off, though. But but eyes open. You like li- lights off. I like lights off. I don't know why. Well, I then just... what's the point of having eyes open? You can't see anything. You can still see in the dark. I just miss morning <laughs> sex ever since the kids are going there. <laughs> you just want the sex. I, I don't. No, you the don't care. Sex. Oh, the morning sex. sex. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I miss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here are your songs playing. What? This is the new song. Love it. Tap your feet. You will tap your feet with it. So we're going to start ending the every show with this uh with this song, which is our outgoing music, which is the signal to me that I got to wrap up. So, Paul, where Yo, can people find you? Uh, PaulLizzy.com. You can hit All me right. up there or Instagram at PaulLizzy.com. Wonderful. And listen to uh, his music as yeah. well. Uh, Steve Drillis, where can people find you? In my kitchen listening to Stephen Voices' music next week. <laughs> what? <laughs> In his kitchen at Restaurant Vivaldi, Resto Vivaldi on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Stephen Voice, V-O-Y-C-E. Where can people find you? First of all, just shout out real quick, Kelly Dashney. She's a big fan of yours. Oh, um, thank you. And, and uh, yeah, find me on Instagram, Stephen Voice, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-V-O-Y-C-E, baby. And voicemusic.com. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and I have you on my uh, on my car, yeah. on my Apple CarPlay now. <laughs> I told you, you're the only album that I have yes. on my <laughs> yes. on my music because I never know how to download anything. Yes. <laughs> but that's always fun. Thank you so much. Thanks to Paris Mansouri for being here and for trying to get us on Facebook. It's not her fault that we had to technical difficulties, but we'll get that squared away for the next time we do a panel. I got to thank our wonderful guy behind the panel, behind the the glass over there. Uh, Brian Kalisar always does an amazing job, takes care of our music and everything else. Uh, You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website to drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and please remember to live your life with passion. Just dance.